It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very good Monday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Steve and Strom here. Marlins come back to beat the Phillies. They take two out of three. They also take the season series against the Phillies in 2023. They win five to four. What a game it was. Kyle Seeloff, give us the recap. Dramatic and improbable. The Marlins were no hit for six and a third innings here at Citizens Bank Park this afternoon. They were trailing 3-0 before they tied it in the seventh. They got a two-run homer in the top of the eighth inning from Brian De La Cruz. Tanner Scott with his seventh save of the season. He recorded the final five outs in Philadelphia this afternoon where the Marlins not only win this weekend series in the rubber match today by a final score of 5-4, to four, but they also wrap up a season series victory of Philadelphia. What a ball game in South Philly this afternoon with Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. This is the 10th inning show. And Gabby, this ball club is now 74-69. and 69. It is as close to postseason baseball as you could possibly humanly get without being in it in October. I, I mean, what a game this was today. Because it, it didn't start off looking good at all for the Marlins. There were no hit for six and a third innings. And then all of a sudden, in a flash, they were able to tie that ball game up. Then they were able to overtake the lead with the Brian De La Cruz home run. And I tell you this, what a gutsy performance for Tanner Scott. Coming out and doing what he did today, it is not easy to do for a closer to go out with the adrenaline pumping through your body like he had to deal with in that eighth inning. Guys in scoring position with needing to strike out Sosa needing to strike out Swarber, doing it both, then coming back after sitting on the bench, you know the adrenaline all of a sudden, that starts to go away. Then you got a hit by pitch. Then you got a Harper walk. Guy on first and second, you're thinking, oh boy, he has lost it. He found that adrenaline again. He was able to get out of it. I mean, just a great performance on the pitching side of the game today. The offense was able to do enough. Yes, it was late, but it doesn't matter. They were able to get it done. And this team, boy, they are looking good. They have been playing some good baseball after that national series. They have started the six-game stretch between Los Angeles and Philadelphia 4-2. and two. The Marlins, it can be quickly forgotten, did not have a starting pitcher today. They just utilized seven pitchers to win this one. And you're going to find that this is going to be the case rather often down the stretch. They're going to mix and match. It will be unconventional. It'll be gritty. It'll be gutty. It'll be edge of your seat. It'll be improbable. And we'll see if they can continue to do it, Gabby. Yeah, we're going to see. I mean, the team, the way that they're gelling right now, they're all playing for one another. It's going to be tough, and it's going to be tough on that bullpen. But I feel like there is depth in that bullpen, and if there's a bullpen out there that can do it, I think it's the Marlins. Any closing thoughts from this weekend? I mean, the, <laughs> the, the come-from-behind win on Friday, 
almost Again. pulled off a comeback last night. Yep. And getting no hit for six and a third today, the long ball, again, proves to be the difference maker for Miami. It's just the fighting fish, and they've been doing it all season. Even when they're down, they as a team do not believe that they're down. They come back, they fight you, they put runs on the board. It is a fun team to watch. It is a really fun team to root for. I'm a fan up here as we're calling the yeah. game. I think I'm more excited now calling these games than when I played with the Marlins. And yep. that's crazy to say, but it's just fun. They bring you in. It's a very fun team to watch. And, I mean, listen, you're, you're going up against the Dodgers. You take two out of three against them. You come up against the Phillies who have been playing extremely good baseball in this second half, and you take two out of three against them. When they need to get their wins, they're getting the win. It's not over yet. you got to go to Milwaukee, who is playing exceptional baseball, and do the same there. But I feel like they can do it. They've played good against Milwaukee, and I, I think they do have that adrenaline rush right now and understand that, hey, we need to win, and it's not to win the series. We just need to win today. Milwaukee is currently no-hitting New York in the bottom of the 10th inning. That's crazy. In a scoreless game. <laughs> How about that? That one's going to the 11th. All right, buddy. I'll see you on the plane in a little right. bit. Sounds good. All right, that's Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's recap this wild and crazy affair in a rubber match this afternoon at Citizens Bank Park. The Marlins utilizing an opener today. We were scoreless going to the bottom of the first inning. Tanner Scott, or I'm sorry, check that. We'll get to Scott. Stephen Okert was the starting pitcher for Miami this afternoon, and he was into a pickle relatively early in the bottom of the first. First pitch swinging in the bottom of the first inning. Kyle Schwarber laced a single. First pitch swinging. Trey Turner followed, did the following. Here is Trey Turner. He's two for five in the series. He swings and he hits a fly ball in the air. Center field. Jazz is going back onto the warring track at the wall, and it is gone. Two-nothing Philadelphia here in the bottom of the first inning. Two pitches in. It was two-nothing Philly. Okert would then allow Harper to single. He would steal second. Then after he got Bowman Stott out, Brian Hoeing came on to get the final out of the first inning. It was 2-0 going to the bottom of the third. Hoeing was still in, and the first man he faced leading off the bottom of the third was Kyle Schwarber. There is a lot of power in that arm. 2-2 pitch is walloped into the seats in right. What deck is it going to land in? That's the only question. It bounces off the facade of the second deck, and that's a bomb for Schwarber, his 43rd of the season. It's 3-0 Philadelphia. And meanwhile, Ranger Suarez was just cruising. He worked around the one-out walk in the first. He was perfect in the second, perfect in the third. He was perfect in the fourth. Brian Hoeing worked three and a third, allowed a run, two hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. Suarez was perfect in the fifth. A.J. Puck worked a perfect bottom of the fifth inning for Miami, still 3-0 at that juncture. Suarez worked a relatively uneventful, perfect top of the sixth inning. Taking over in the sixth inning for Miami today was George Soriano. Worked around a leadoff single. This was a 3-0 game going to the top of the seventh inning. Suarez still in. First man he faced was Jake Berger, who flew out to center field. Suarez, six and a third innings of no-hit baseball this afternoon. He then walked Brian De La Cruz, and then the first hit of the day by Miami was a Dane Myers double, and that set things up for Yuli Gurriel with men at second and third with one out in the top of the seventh inning. Miami trailing 3-0. So here is Yuli Gurriel. 
Second and third, one out. The pitch is swung on in line, down the left field line. Base it for Yuli Gurriel into the corner. Two runs are going to score. It's a two-run, one-out double for Yuli Gurriel here in the top of the seventh inning. This is a 3-2 to two game. And that would end the day for Ranger Suarez. Matt Strom came on. He struck out Jazz Chisholm Jr. He then walked John Birdie. The Marlins had runners at first and second with two outs, trailing by one in the top of the seventh inning, and the batter was Nick Fortes. Strom comes set the 2-0 pitch as a ground ball through the left side and a base hit for Nick. Rounding third, Guriel. Throw comes in towards the plate. Not in time. We are tied in Philly. A two-out base knock for Nick Fortes. And we are level set at three. A massive hit for Nick Fortes to tie it at three in the seventh. In the bottom of the seventh inning for Miami, David Robertson took over. He struck out Castellanos and Sosa before he walked Schwarber. Turner singled. Harper walked with the bases loaded and two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. David Robertson caught Alec Bohm looking at strike three. That would send us to the eighth. Taking over for Philadelphia in the top of the eighth inning this afternoon was Sir Anthony Dominguez, who you might recall coughed up a big two-run homer on Friday night to Jesus Sanchez. Here in the eighth inning today, Josh Bell singled to lead off the top of the eighth. And then after Jake Berger grounded out the second, in which Bell would go to second base, Xavier Edwards pinch ran for Josh Bell in the top of the eighth inning. He was at second. There was one out. The man at the plate was none other than Brian De La Cruz. Here's a swing and a drive. This is hit fairly deep. Center field. Marsh is going back. Warning track wall. See you later. A go-ahead. Two-run bomb for Brian De La Cruz. Top of the eighth inning. The Marlins come all the way back. They lead it 5-3. to three. Oh, my word. Brian De La Cruz, his 19th home run of the season. His 72nd and 73rd runs batted in. The Marlins had a 5-3 lead. We were headed to the bottom of the eighth inning. Andrew Nardi took over. He walked Bryson Stott. He struck out JT Real Muto. Then he walked the pinch hitter Christian Pache. The Phillies had men at first and second with one out, trailing by two in the bottom of the eighth inning, and the batter was Nick Castellanos. Here's a swing and a line drive hit down the left field line, a base hit. Scoring from second will be Stott on his way to third. Pache Castellanos arrives in safely at second. This is a 5-4 to four game now. Philadelphia with runners at second and third with one out here in the bottom of the eight. That would be it for Andrew Nardi. Tanner Scott came in and Skip Schumacher asked him for five outs this afternoon. He struck out Edmundo Sosa. Then he struck out Kyle Schwarber, and this was a 5-4 to four game headed to the top of the ninth inning. Scott's still not out of the woods. He needed three more outs in the bottom of the ninth, but a king-size second out and third out in the bottom of the eighth inning for Scott to punch out Sosa and Schwarber. In the top of the ninth, Dylan Covey took over. He issued a two-out walk to Nick Fortes. Garrett Hampson grounded out to shortstop, and this was a 5-4 game going to the bottom of the ninth inning. Scott came back out, facing Turner, Harper, and Bohm. He hit Trey Turner. He walked Bryce Harper, and then he was in desperate need of a ground ball facing Alec Bohm. 
He stays put. The 0-2 pitch. Ground ball hits a shortstop. Wendell to Hampson. Throw to first. A double play. A 6-4-3 double play. Just like that. There's two outs here in the bottom of the nine. Uh, Massive. Tailor-made double play. That went 6-4-3. Going to third on the play was Trey Turner. He was at third base in the bottom of the ninth inning, representing the tying run at the plate for the Phillies. The last hope this afternoon was Bryson Stott. Scott again comes set at the belt. Comes steady. Deep breath, the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. A foul tip. Fortes hangs on to it. Another one-run victory for Miami. Their 37th comeback win of the season. Tanner Scott with the save, his seventh of the season. It's a season series victory for Miami. It's a series victory this weekend for the Fish. Tanner Scott, an inning and two-thirds today. He saves it. Taking a look at the totals for Miami. Five runs, five hits, no errors. Five men left on base for Philadelphia. Four runs, eight hits, no errors, and ten men left on base. Your winning pitcher this afternoon, David Robertson. The loser, Sir Anthony Dominguez, with his seventh save of the season, was Tanner Scott. Total time of game, three hours and two minutes in front of 40,894 here at Citizens Bank Park this afternoon. With the victory, the Marlins are 74-69. and 69. With the loss, the Philadelphia Phillies are 78-64. and 64. For the Marlins this afternoon, 3-6-7-9-10-11-12, 13 strikeouts, which means that $325 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. AutoNation's initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 5-4 victory and the uh, series win over the Philadelphia Phillies. Skip, what went on in that one? How would you describe this game? Ballsy, <laughs> gutsy, uh, all those type of words and adjectives. Um, you know, our... De Jesus yesterday saved us for today. And uh, when you had all of our guys ready to go and big spot after big spot, could go multiple innings or one plus. Um, just proud of the guys, how they came back once again, getting no hit through six. Suarez, we couldn't figure him out, couldn't figure out Sanchez. Um, and luckily we got to their bullpen, which has been really good for them this year. Considering all that and being in a playoff push in the middle of September, would you consider this one of the best, if not the best one of the season? Yeah, I keep saying that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's been pretty awesome to uh, have comeback after comeback. Um, man, big outs. Robertson, big out. Bases loaded. Um, Scott coming in. And, you know, pick, Nardi's picked up people and players and bullpen guys all year long. And for Scott to pick him up today was big. Um, him going, you know, one and two thirds, huge situations. Um, just, I mean, he's just, he's, in, he's been incredible for me. Um, you know, not for hater, probably the best left-handed reliever in the big leagues right now. And, and that's saying something because there's a lot of guys out there, but De La Cruz, you know, Myers, obviously uh, uh, breaking up the no hitter was, you know, sparked us. Yuli has been struggling and for him to get a big double two RBI double, um, it just shows you, you know, what kind of what kind of uh, teammate resiliency, you know, fight he has in him. He never gives up. Um, oh, the, one of the better teammates I've ever seen. 
And for him to do that, everybody was, you know, hoping he'd break through, and he broke through at the right time. And then, um, you know, Dela with the big hit. You touched on Robertson, but see him three straight outings now. They'll be able to put up zeros after some of the struggles since he came over here just to see him starting to hopefully turn the corner here. Yeah, and we need him to because, we, you know, we need a right-hander to get righties out, and he's uh, that's why we got him to get in those situations and to get out of those situations. And he's done it before, you know. Guys are okay. To, uh, it's okay for guys to have hiccups every now and then. It stinks for him that he came over and had that right when he uh, right when he was traded. But you know, we feel like it, the cream's going to rise to the top, and he's 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 a good. He's been good for a long time. He's going to be just fine, and we're going to keep throwing him in there because we believe in him, um, and he's going to be in those leverage spots. And uh, so yeah, it was a, a big day for him and um, big day for us. He was excited uh, get, getting off that mound today. Early on, when you got hired, you mentioned if you get however many at bats from Dela Cruz, see what he could do. He leads the team and RBIs in September, just what he's meant to you guys this season. Yeah, I was hoping to get 500 at-bats from him, and uh, he got that, and um, he kind of has proved us right. And uh, I know he had a big September last year, and there's peaks and valleys with young players. And, and um, again, it's okay to go through some struggle. You, you kind of find out who you are when you struggle, and um, he has fight in him. And so now you can count on him and you can bet on him in the middle of the order. And, you know, we've let him off. we put him in the middle of the order. We've kind of moved him around center left right and he's he's succeeded everywhere he's been and um you know big hit after big hit and um he's got a low heartbeat low pulse and um he came through again today i know you said you were going to use all the arms and win every single game again looking ahead just how do you feel about the bullpen moving forward we'll find out tomorrow how they all feel um but this was a you know a big win um you know, I never say must-win situation, but it, it kind of felt that way in the eighth inning, and that's why I went to Scott, um, you know, when I did and uh, just wanted to kind of get out of here with and steal a win type of deal. Um, and, you know, that that lineup is just ridiculous. I mean, one through nine, um, there's no breaks. That Cassie hit an eighth. Um, I, you know, usually you put your, your best guys in the heart of the meat of the order. We've said that before, and I feel like every lane is the meat of the order. Um, so it's tough to get through, and uh, just a really good job by everyone in the bullpen. How was Arise doing? I got a foul ball off his foot yesterday. He wasn't in the- Yeah, I was going to try to stay away from him um, it, unless we needed to win a game. Um, you know, he was he was pretty banged up. Um, you know, he's played 60 or 70 in a row. I can't remember exactly the number, and... Uh, you keep you ask him every day how he's feeling, and he feels great, and that's why he keeps throwing. You keep throwing him in there. Last night, um, you know, we talked, and he needed a day, and uh, today was a good day to have off. Luckily, we didn't need to get him in there. Um, he was going to go in there at, against Dominguez at one point, um, but luckily he didn't have to get in there. All right, Nick Fortes. He delivered the big base knock in the seventh inning to tie this ball game up. I had a chance to catch up with Nick Fortes after the win. All right, Kyle. Thank you, Nick. I mean, how good does this one feel? This one's awesome. I mean, to come into an environment like this and win two or three uh, against a really, really good team in the position we're in in September is, is a big lift. When did you feel the game start to change? Um, probably in that inning where we broke up the no-hitter and scored uh, two runs, got us right back in the game. Uh, that's where you could kind of feel the energy flip a little bit. What were you looking for on that RBI single that ended up tying the game? Uh, just looking for a heater middle and pull it. And that's kind of that's just what I did. What makes Tanner Scott so good? Uh, he throws mid to upper 90s with good cut and then a wipeout slider. Um, makes it really difficult for, for hitters to know which one's coming. Where would you attribute why or when or how this team continuously comes back and shows that resiliency? It's just a culture. It's what we've preached from day one. Um, 
you know, we're just we're, we're a close knit group. And I know that sounds cliche, cliche to say, but it's true. I mean, all year we've been kind of the underdogs and no one really expects much of us. So we just kind of use that to our advantage and go out there and play loose, have fun, see what happens. And it's been working out for us. Congratulations. Dick. Thank you very much for the time, man. Yep. Thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. Brian De La Cruz powered one to center field. It was a two-run shot in the top of the eighth to give the Marlins a 5-3 win. It ended up being the game-winning run. The Phillies played it one in the eighth, but the Marlins hang on to win 5-4. Let's hear what Brian De La Cruz had to say translated by Louis Durante. Yeah, you know, it's uh, confidence, you know, once you're there, um, the, your head is, is, is focused on, on, on what we're trying to do and on, on, on getting on the, on the end of the season and, and, and trying to, to pursue that, that goal. Taylor, that said, you first year that you've been up for the entire season, you've proven that you can more or less be an everyday player. What have you proven to yourself and what do you think you've shown the team this year with, with your performance? Yeah, you want to show that, you know. Um, beginning of the of the season, I told myself I want to take uh, 500 at bats, you know, see who I really am. Um, and yeah, that, that's what I'm seeing right now. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm being able to see. And, and demonstrate Yo sé que una baja para nosotros, pero nosotros no podemos bajar la cabeza, ¿me entiendes? Sabemos que ellos, ellos no quieren estar ahí, pero dime, este es el y nosotros vamos para adelante, ¿me entiendes? Yeah, I think you guys can get your own conclusions there. Uh, you see what, what the result was. Uh, we, we were down a little bit, you know, once, you know, they were, we saw they were hitting, uh, to the, hitting to the high elf. Um, but that's something that's not gonna keep us down, you know. We gotta go and, and show everybody that you know, you know, we can we can do this. What adjustments have you made? All right, we're right back at it. It's the first of four in Milwaukee. Jesus Lazardo toes a rubber. It's gonna be a 7:40 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 7:10. We hope you can join us during this beautiful playoff push. How about the Marlins' resiliency? Thanks for rewinding with us. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.